Shannon. And I'm Rami, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, I've got no intro this week. Tell us. We're going to talk about how to break out of the cocooning phase. Yes. We've talked about cocooning a few other times. Yes. This is a topic that I think you have a lot of um, enjoyment talking about, but also a lot of expertise in. And I feel like a lot of your coaching has to do with cocooning, which is kind of why we come back to it. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. So the background here is we had an Instagram listener submitted question. Uh, This was the question. I have a stump the Shannon question. What do you do with professional cocooners? Reflecting is one of my favorite things and I never think it's enough time and sometimes it can feel deceptively like action. How would you encourage someone who finds it hard to feel like they've reflected enough before making a decision or taking action? So, First, I just want to ground us all in case you're new to Workplace Hugs or you missed the episodes on like, what the hell is this thing called cocooning? Let's talk (laughs) about that first. Like, what is this cocooning phase? So two episodes you might enjoy going back to listen to are episode 46, where we actually talk about Michelle Obama's book Becoming, but we use her book to walk through the cycle of renewal. And then also episode 137, where we talk about how to cocoon while working. So in a nutshell, cocooning is a phase in life. We might we might go through this phase multiple times because life is cyclical, where we're really needing to go inward and first rest and recharge a little bit because we just went through some really hard shit typically. So we need to regain our reserves. And then the second part of cocooning is, as you might have gathered from this listener submitted question, all about reflection. So how are we taking stock a little bit, getting some clarity on what we want to hold on to, let go of and take on a new. And it is such a common thing that people want to stay in the cocoon. Like once they drop into it, it's like, ooh, it got cozy and comfortable in Mm -hmm. here. I have this like warm rug and blanket and I never want to leave. Please don't ever make me take action again. So Mm -hmm. common. So first I just want to start with that. And then I want to shift us into like taking stock for a minute. What are the signs that you've done enough reflection? Because that would be maybe the first thing to look for of when it's time to break out of the cocoon. So I would say for me as a coach, what I'm looking for is a client who has a few core threads that they're ready to pull, a few core themes that they want to try. They've got some clarity on the the three basic lists. What do I want to hold on to from this last life chapter I was in? What do I want to let go of? But also they've got some new ideas of what they want to take on anew. That's oftentimes the one that takes the longest work to figure out. So, for example, it might be um, someone who has a few core threads to pull of, I'm thinking about going to grad school. At the same time, I'm thinking about just switching companies and staying in my industry. At the same time, I'm thinking about uh, becoming an entrepreneur. You know, like if we just like lay those out. So they've got a few core threads that they're thinking about pulling. The other thing that we're looking for to say that it's time to break out of the cocoon is that your energy is rising. This to me is like the key here. Is like you're you're excited, you're curious. I think that to me says, oh, you're good. Let's let's start. Like let's let's pull on those threads because you have exciting things. Yes. And your energy is there. So like, how do we take advantage of that now in like 
jump strike while the while the iron is hot. Yes, yes. And another feeling that you might you might still be experiencing even while the energy is rising is nervousness. Think about a client totally that I'm good. coaching right now who's like really sure that she's ready to get out of tech and wants to move into mental health. How human to feel deeply nervous about that. Uh-huh. So let's not let's not just hear oh my energy is rising is like and I'm feeling so sure about these next things that I want to try. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> you might still be nervous to try some of these things. So then what comes next, right? So so you've done this little self-assessment. You're like, okay, yeah, shoot. I do know a few core themes that I want to begin to research. My energy is rising, but Shannon, please don't make me get out of this cocoon still. Okay, well, here's the good news. We're going to start with some experimentation. You do not have to make a decision, right? In this question, they're like, I got to make a decision. No, that's not actually the very next phase after cocooning, Right. The very next phase is experimentation. It's time to begin to test out what I call the possible selves into action a little bit. So how do we break this down? What is the very next small step you could take to test out the possible self of going to grad school? If we go back to that example, going to grad school, working for a different tech company or becoming an entrepreneur. How do we name like here's the very next small step I could take to explore or experiment with those possibilities. Here's some examples of experiments because people are often like, there are no experiments I can try. Like I either just have to like go and do it or not. No. So an example of an experiment might be having an informational interview with someone who's done the thing that you're thinking you want to do. So they've gone back to grad school as a non-traditional student or someone who has become an entrepreneur or someone who did just switch companies and maybe is working for one of the companies that you think you want to work for. Go have conversations with those people. Get some additional information. Research the educational options for yourself a little bit. Have a pretend day in the life where you act as if you're living out in the new way that you want to be living. Take a day off work and pretend that you're an entrepreneur. What would your to-do list look like that day? Um, Make a to-do list of the things that you need to do to get your business started. I'm not saying you need to act on the to-do list. I'm saying make the list and notice how you feel. Thinking, oh, shoot, this would be what my new set of quote-unquote problems would be. How do Mm -hmm. I feel with that new set of problems? So that's really the first step. And then I think, too, oh, go ahead, Rami. I was going to say, as you're looking to experiment, like, reach out to those people you trust in your network and see if they can connect you with those people, right? Like, it's so... It's wild to me, like how connected everyone is and how easily you can find a connection to somewhere else. I had a friend the other day reach out and she goes, I want to work at this company, this like specific company. Um, And I was like, I actually know someone that works there so I can connect you. And then I talked to her the next day and she goes, this other person I talked to also has a connection there. So now I have two people I can go talk to at this company. Yes, It's like you don't know if you don't ask, but the fact that. I think if you ask enough people, like you will find connections or they will know someone to connect you with, like there will be connections there. So as you're thinking about experimenting, if you're like, I don't know anybody who works at this company or I don't know anybody who went back to school or who became a therapist in midlife, it's like, okay, just ask and someone will find you someone who is the right person to talk to or at least put you in the right direction of 
who the person is to talk to. Yeah. Oftentimes, a lot of the best experiments that I hear back from clients on are the ones where they're connecting with other people. You know, it's where they're having conversation that helps them further discern and make the ultimate decision on what the next path is. Another example that comes to mind for me that I'll suggest to people sometimes is like, okay, before you go back to school, because going back to school can be a major investment, even if it is like, I'm just going to go get a certification go look for a reading list, you know, like you can find syllabus on a syllabus online, go pick up one of the texts. And is it fun for you to read that text? Or is it like, oh, shit, I don't think I do want to do this. I don't think I could handle three years of reading on this topic or not. There's a lot of creative ways. And here's an, an invitation that I would give to folks who are listeners. If you're struggling to come up with experiments, please DM me. I'm very good at figuring out experiments for people to try. Or it sounds like maybe Rami would be up for it, too. <laughs> I think we can be yeah, pretty innovative people. Shoot the DMs. We'll chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. Yes. Okay. So I would also say that in the experimentation phase, this is where an accountability buddy or a coach can be really helpful. Uh Again, like making sure that you're taking time to name the possible selves and then be in the practice of listing the very next experiment that you're going to try so we can begin to break out of that cocoon. And if you are feeling just really, really stuck or stale, it can be useful to have somebody else that you're like, okay, I told you I was going to reach out to these three people and I did the thing, you know, when we're in that phase. Okay. And then the last part, here's the good news, Instagram listener. We get to use your strength of reflection to check in after you've experimented. Oh, Shannon, I like this. So the reflection isn't done yet, right? You still get to have your reflection time, you beautiful little reflector, you. Uh, but now we're making we're making sure that we're we're reflecting retroactively. So checking in after an experiment. How did you feel about that conversation or that action that you took? What did you notice about your energy? What feels aligned or misaligned after having that conversation or making that to-do list? What questions are still lingering for you to make the decision or to make the next move? So how do we continue the process of reflecting to help you ultimately then make the decision after a few good solid experiments? I love it. Okay. I, I love it. We got it. Everybody, everybody, we took notes. We got that. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. And if you're still like, what the hell is cocooning? Again, go listen to episode 46 or 137. <laughs> All right. So that is our wisdom for you. If you feel like you're a professional cocooner and you struggle to move into the the action phase a little bit after you've done your reflecting, it's time and for I some experiments. I think the big thing is action before decision so it's experimentation which is action before the decision and i think that's the part that could be crippling if you're a professional cocooner is like i need to make a decision yes no how about you try you experiment you ideate on those experiments yes you reflect on those because we know you're freaking good at reflection yes and then figure out when it makes sense to make that decision but you got to start with the with the action, with the experimentation to to make those steps forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll use myself as an example. I didn't uh I didn't sign up for coach certification until I'd already been coaching for two years. Like what is that? Okay. That was a really long experiment for me. You know? Um I'm signing up for a new certification now with somatic experiencing. I didn't sign up for that until after I had been reading books on this stuff for two probably two years again to make sure that it was Shannon, a thing that I wanted to Shannon's do. 
key here is two years of I guess two years of experiments. Two years of experiments. Doesn't have to be two years of experiments, but yeah, I like what Rami said of let's let's decouple like okay, or there's a step in the middle. It's not reflection decision. It's reflection experiment. Like try some shit out, and then I get to make a decision. Okay, you guys. I hope that was helpful. Please connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn, and. Oh, Rami, you just said it earlier. What do we want them to tell us? I loved what you'd said. I lost it. It's fine. <laughs> I think the most exciting thing I could hear from someone is like, um, oh, what were the experiments? Go ahead, Shannon. I remembered what it was. <laughs> it was okay. if you're having a hard time, like thinking of experiments that you can try reach out to us and tell us or I think where you were going to go is tell us the experiments that helped you the most to make the career move yes like I want to know the baby steps that got you to that place right and I think that will help a lot of us understand oh like you saying I did I coached for two years before I decided I'm gonna become a coach yeah two years is a long time to do something (laughs) and still be like I don't know if I'm gonna do this thing yeah maybe I I, I took too long who knows (laughs) But I think those are the examples that the rest of us would love to hear to understand. Like, it's not, uh, oh, I wanted to be a barista. I made coffee in the morning for my <laughs> SO, and now I'm a barista. Yeah. And I roast beans, right? <laughs> like, I don't think it's going to be those stories. I hope we get a story like that. I would love it. Yes. Uh, but I think it's going to be more of the Shannon. I took two years and read some I books. Decided. I tried some things. I actually practiced what I was thinking I wanted to do. All right, you guys. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. (laughs) 